hello, brides and grooms, and welcome to the Wedding You podcast. My name is Dave. And I'm Amaris. And Wedding You is the podcast for couples who want to be engaged in their wedding. So, yes, we're here to talk about your wedding, another day, another wedding, another weekend of weddings, right? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's always work time for us. Um, before we start talking about your wedding, we should probably talk a little bit about who we are and why you might want to listen to us. I, I don't know why you'd want to listen to us because we're crazy podcasters, but <laughs> we do this for a living, believe it or not. Um, Dave Mancini, MC DJ, is my company. I am a professional wedding MC and DJ, uh, specializing in weddings, believe it or not. That's not something all wedding DJ or all DJs do. Uh, any DJ can do a wedding, but they don't all specialize in them. I've actually been doing weddings and specifically weddings for 25 years now. This is my 25th anniversary. Uh, yes, it's uh, scary <laughs> to think I'm really not that old. I'm only 26. Um, I've, I've probably done hundreds of weddings in, in my day and it's just weddings are, are my passion. They're my pride and joy. How about you, Amaris? I love weddings. Yeah. I, uh, very first wedding I did was in 1993. Oh, man. Same with me. Actually, yes. yeah, 93. We're, we're You've been doing this 25 age. years ago. We're well, close yeah. age. I know. I am also 26. Scary. Yeah, right on. <laughs> <laughs> um, professionally, uh, 2014 is when I would have to say professionally I started. Yeah, that's when I started when my I company. Certified. Yep. You got certified the same yes. year I started my own company. It, yeah. See, how, see, see we how are just amazing. You get you get 20 years of work under your belt and you decide I'm, I'm I've got to do this like full time yes. <laughs> for the rest of my life. Uh, awesome. Well, we're here to talk about today. Um, our our topic today is talking about the the. Wedding checklist, um, as, as, as I was saying earlier, how do we differentiate this between the wedding timeline? Uh, the timeline is your day of uh, information. Yeah. Uh, the wedding checklist is really, as, as I said, from ring to bells. Yes. Uh, from, from the day you get your, your wedding ring to the day the church bells ring yes. if you're getting married in a church or just, you know, you have a nice sound bite going on. Um, so Amaris has this, uh, this wonderful guide. We actually put this in our, our, our wedding you event booklet. Yeah. If you come to one of our signature events, you get this handy dandy booklet. And, uh, aside from noticing a cool little typo, uh, that was done by our, our graphic arts team. Um, it's, uh, it, it's pretty right on, but we're going to, we're going to kind of dissect this thing today because, yeah. As you said, in all honesty, it was just kind of something that, that you, you pulled together. Yeah. And it wasn't to put in here. Yeah. Just to kind of Yeah. But we're gonna we're we're gonna guideline. we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, let's talk about it a yeah. little bit. So what have you what have you got? Uh, this is um yeah, go for it. Okay, so on the first section here of our checklist, it says ten to twelve months. Like so you have ten to twelve months to go. Now, some people get engaged three months before their wedding, some right. people get engaged three years before their wedding. Right. I've had brides at bridal shows like, When are you getting engaged? Oh, sometime in twenty twenty one. I said, You don't even oh. have a man, do you? Yeah. <laughs> you <know? exactly. laughs> like, like you're, you're, you're just here you're just here for the cake. Cake, yeah. The cake <laughs> so, and like, the snacks. Like, no, no, really, samples. no, no. He's having a ring designed and uh <laughs> but yeah, now now wedding checklists are interesting this way because they they really generalize and, yes, and, and obviously so. we're, we're big proponents on every wedding is different. Um, we want to, uh, let everybody know that whatever your timeline is, you can condense this down into, uh, six weeks of planning, yes. six months of planning or six years of planning. Right. <laughs> it's right. just, yeah, it all, it, it all, it all comes down to kind of following the basic steps, but really it's a guideline of what order should you do things in. That's the best to say. And, and, order. and most people say 10 to 12 months cause that's the average national right. engagement period. Right. My, my wife and I, uh, she said, I want a year and a half. 
half engagement. We set our wedding date. Uh, I think it was a year and seven months from the day we got engaged. And we did absolutely nothing until January of the year we were getting married. We had seven months to plan our wedding. So, uh, you know, it, it happens. We did just fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I love the planning part. Yeah. I just get, you're a list person. Yes. I'm very, unfortunately, (laughs) well, fortunately and unfortunately. Yeah. That's good for a wedding planner. Yeah, exactly. It's not good for an improv artist, but you know, (laughs) no, they wouldn't like that. All right. So 10 to 12 months to go. This says, work out your budget and establish your top priorities, where to save, where to splurge. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. You know, not a lot of um, checklists I I noticed uh, ever really mention priorities. Oh, priority. Well, come on. Yeah. You have to prioritize. You have to prioritize. But but the, the trick that I learned many, many years ago, many, many years ago, they said, if you were to make a list of every single thing that you were going to spend money on for your wedding... And then put them in order of importance. There's your budget. Yeah. You just spend accordingly. Right. I mean, you figure out if you have $10,000 to spend, $20,000 to spend, $500 to spend, whatever it is. <laughs> at that point, you basically say, well, this is what's important to me. Number one, number two, number three, spend more money on those. Spend right. less money money on 21, 22, 23. Right. You know, th- those are the ones that don't matter quite as much. Right. So that's actually really good. Um, how does one go about figuring out a budget? Is, as a wedding planner, you probably have a little bit more insight than I do on this. Well, okay. So the first thing is usually when you're engaged, you already – kind of know what you want to spend mm-hmm. anyway. That's something that you and your fiance, Five million you need to dollars. talk about. Yes. Because, <laughs> and you have to really be realistic. Like, do you have money saved? Are your parents paying or mm-hmm. his parents helping her parents helping? Yep. However it is. Um, but that's the first thing you have to do because you have to then talk to these people. Sure. See, what are you, you, you've said before, you're going to help me, yeah. you know, pay for I've, this I've wedding. I've met with so. a lot of brides and grooms who come up and they say, uh, we thought our parents were kicking in X number of dollars and all they're going to do is pay for the cake. Right. You know? And so that's a, that's a huge thing, um, to do is to figure that, figure that number out. A lot of people, um, have savings and things like that, but that's the first thing you have to figure out is that budget, um, and all the people involved in putting that money together Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of, you go go from from there. there. Yeah, exactly. And, and believe me, you can plan a budget. I, I, you can plan a wedding on any budget. I've seen it. I I, I have seen, and, and I've seen the most extravagant weddings. Uh, and I've seen the most, you know, basic backyard, uh, you know, subway sandwiches, (laughs) you know, just whatever you got. Um, and, and they're all, and they're all great if that's what you're going for. Um, there's no judgment there because, uh, it's, it's really just a matter of who you invite and what you do with your time. Exactly. So fantastic. And being realistic about it too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know some people who just want to be princesses and that's, that's their thing. Exactly. This might may or may not be the the opportunity to do that, (laughs) but everybody gets to be a princess on their wedding day. So, um, okay. So we've got, uh, when you first start planning first, most importantly is put that priority list together. I agree with that a hundred percent and that's great. And you get your budget. And then some people now I do know a lot of people who, uh, will start shopping for their vendors Mm -hmm. in order to get a budget. What do you, what do you think? How do how do you feel about that? Is that a, is that a viable option? Is that something you can well, do? It's I wouldn't shop. I would not shop for your vendors like right away. You can kind of get basic prices or basic. If you ideas. have no idea what, for example, mm-hmm. um, 
I couldn't tell you what a florist would charge for a wedding of a hundred guests. Mm-hmm. Like how much, what's average for a centerpiece and just, just kind of build it from there. So I might reach out to a florist and just say, Hey, theoretically, right. if I were getting married at a, uh, in a hotel ballroom with a hundred guests, what's an average package? And you can't really expect people to get back to you without asking any questions. Right. They'll um, definitely they'll ask. Yeah. They'll ask and, about and, and, and that's something I, I feel that a lot of brides and grooms, when they contact their vendors, is they're not prepared uh, for the questions that any uh, – sorry, any quality vendor is going to ask you questions. Anyone who just sends you a price list right off the bat – that can kind of be a red flag as right. to the way they do business. It's it's more of a dismissal, right? In, in my opinion, it's like you, you ask somebody for prices and they just send you a price sheet without giving without asking a single question. Uh, they're probably working on volume, right? Like they'll send out a hundred price sheets and maybe ten people will hire them per hundred price sheets they send out. Um, I know. I work personally on on uh, you, you're going to answer a few questions before you get to my well, price sheets. Not it's that important I'm important to answer. Yeah, to have not, not 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 that I'm ashamed of my prices. It's just a matter of you know I, I got to know what we're dealing with because I may or, I might not be the right fit for you at all. Right. And then it doesn't matter what I charge. Right. Yeah. So that's true. It's good. Okay. Okay. So we've got the budget. Um, we we formed that. Maybe you've talked to a couple of vendors, got some ideas. Where do you go from here? What's the next step? Well. I'm going to read off these. So okay. compile your preliminary guest list. Good. Choose so you know how many, because that's mm-hmm. that's a big question, how many guests. That's huge for your budget. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also choose your wedding party. Yeah. But the next one is find a venue for your ceremony and reception and reserve your date. The date. That above and beyond anything else. Actually, nothing else can happen until the date is set. You can't reserve a single vendor. Um, even picking out your bridal party, I mean, you might, you know, if you have somebody who you absolutely have to have in your bridal party, you might pick your date around when they're available. available. I've known a lot of people, it's like they've changed their wedding dates a couple of times because my brother's in the military and he can't get leave until this date. So we're moving the wedding date so he can be my best man. And that's, that, that's totally understandable. So you try and think about these things before you set a date because it can be really tough once you book a venue to move that date, especially if it's a venue that's in high demand. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So from there, uh, once you get your, your venue, that's uh, above and beyond anything else. I mean, you have to have your budget before you can start shopping venues because you have yes. to know what to look at. That makes sense. Your priorities are obviously, you know, they're going to be up there, but your venue might be lower on your priority list. And that just means that you might not spend as much, but it is something you have to get right away because no other vendors are going to be realistic about talking with you unless you can give them a solid date and place. Right. And, uh, and that's, Yeah. That's it. All right. And, and another thing for brides and grooms who are getting married at a church and they're having a church wedding, it's important that you find out if, if you get a, if you have to book the church, if maybe they have a long waiting list right. or they only have certain times. I know like Catholic churches will only do masses and they'll only do weddings at certain, at certain times, times a day. Yeah. And so you have to find a reception hall that's not only going to be available on that date, but within the times that they've given you, right. you have to be flexible either way. Right. But cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. So we've got, a, we have quite a lot. Quite a lot to do in that first months. two months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, you know. All right. So 2% or it says consider sending out 
save the date cards or emails. Okay. Save the dates. That's fair. Consider it. Or create your own wedding website, which I think that that's kind of cool. That's pretty popular. Is, yeah. Is on there. Simple. Send everybody a link. Doesn't have to be quite as formal as an invitation exactly. or save the date card. But everybody likes, you know, sending out that engagement photo with their pets or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, their pets or their hobby or. My human's getting married. Get, yes. <laughs> those are, those are, I think. Some of those are kind of I cute. Love those. I like it. I love those. <laughs> I, I've been seeing a lot of themed save the dates ones lately. The couple's like really into Harry Potter or something. Star Wars. I've been seeing some some really cool save the date uh, cards. Yeah. And they're they're easy. They're easy to do. It's simple to do. And then it also, for me, it, would, it makes people excited. Yeah. You know, and it's another way to announce your engagement. Well, you know, hey, and, 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 and just a, another note on saving the date is, is some people, you know, not everybody works the, the, the traditional nine to five Monday through Friday and they have the, every weekend off. For some people, it is kind of a challenge to make sure, especially out of town guests. My, yeah. my cousin just got engaged um, uh, a while ago and they're getting married. You know, we're going to their wedding. It's in Boston. Yeah. I had to make sure I had not just that day, but that weekend and most of the week, you know, before right. and after, because I want to make sure I'm available. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was chomping at the bit waiting to find out when are you setting your date? You know, the yeah. save the date cards went out because I'm going to book a hotel and I'm going to book plane tickets and I'm going to do all that kind of stuff. And, right. uh, yeah, we actually just, we just did that all the few weeks ago. And especially so. for you. You don't want to have any, you don't want to book something on that weekend. I did. Yeah. I actually held the date off. I had a, quite a few inquiries, yeah. but I knew that the wedding was happening that weekend. I turned a few weddings down. Like, yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I will be in Boston. I will be, I'll be in Boston at a wedding. Yep. I will be a guest. I can't wait so unusual for me <laughs> yeah yep. it's very awkward when you're just a guest too it at least can for be. me it, i feel really uncomfortable it, it can be but i can do all the stuff that i can't do as a professional that's like true. you know drink and, and yeah eat that's true and, you know and, and dance true. and dance <laughs> all that good stuff that's true uh, so uh, okay so let's get back to this save the date cards save the date cards put find a dress on here because women we love dresses. And, and you know, look, when it, when it comes down to the top three things, they did, a, they did a market research and they asked brides, what are the top three things you were thinking about before you got engaged? And the, the one, two, and three were, were the venue, the food, and the dress. Mm-hmm. It the may or may not have been in that order. And for some people, it was higher. But those were the top three answers they were given. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got to find that dress. Um, mm-hmm. Now, this is, though, this is one of those things that is on that priority list mm-hmm. because – if the dress is a little further down your priority list, don't stress about it, uh, you know, the day after you get engaged right. or the day after you, you, you set your date. Um, you can go shopping for that dress and get it altered and get everything you need to do um, well within a time period that's going to be more suited toward you, yes. your budget, and, and yes. what, what your priorities are. Yeah, these are just, you know. Yeah, these are rough general guys. I get it. But we're not rough general people here. We like to talk about <laughs> specifics and, and realism. I like the dress part. I like dress shopping. <laughs> That's fun. And watching them try on dresses. Anyway. We were just watching Say Yes to the Dress before you got here. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I get that. it. I love that show. Yeah. All right. So I have uh, – this is when you look for your vendors. Okay. So you start looking at vendors because you have your venue and the date, and then you can start um, looking for your vendors. What do you see for me? Mm-hmm. I think I've – maybe I already said this, but uh, if you want to uh, work with – specific vendors, yes. it's important to get them first. I like have, a photographer, a DJ, yep. you're only one person. 
you most may of be the booked. time. Yeah, I, I've I've had this conversation with several brides and grooms, and it's and it's like, what do I do? How do I start planning? And I said, look, depending on your priorities, because that's going to be number one. You get the date, and then there are four potential vendors that you need to start looking for immediately after you set the date. Um, and those in no particular order are photography, entertainment, videography, and coordination. Because generally speaking, these are individuals that you want to work with, yes. not necessarily companies that can do mass production. For, for example, uh, you might want to work with a certain bakery to get your cake, mm. but they're, unless they are extremely busy, they're probably going to accept you as a client and you're going to be able to get cake from them even if they have 20 other weddings going on that day. Right. Just depending on how much they can do at a time, some people do sell out. But a DJ, for example, a band that you really like, a photographer that you just love their work, a videographer who you absolutely want that video for your wedding, and of course, a coordinator or a planner or a designer or someone yeah. who you're going to be working with possibly from day one, yeah. these are people that they're once they're booked, they're booked. Right. And if you wait, um, <laughs> I, 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 get, uh, I, I get people who contact me three weeks, four weeks, six weeks before their wedding. Like, and they're Sorry. like, Hey, can you DJ my wedding? I'm, I've been booked for a year. Yeah. You, you book know? up fast. Yeah. And, and often the best ones do. Um, not saying that about me, but you know, well, but I'm saying it about, well, you. okay. I appreciate that. But, <laughs> but you know, we, you and I will book up, you know, a year in advance that that's average, sometimes longer. Um, you know, occasionally you'll catch us. Hey, I just happen to have that weekend. I just, I just set a meeting. I'm meeting with a couple tomorrow that's getting married in September. So I still have a couple of days open one right. Saturday. They, they picked the one Saturday. I wasn't, a, you know, I wasn't booked yet, but I, I, I'm, I'm happy to go out and, and, and meet with them. And that's great. But most people are, you know, especially for the more popular wedding days, any numerical sequences, right. uh, if you're getting married on, uh, what's going to be a big one coming up, um, you know, we've, we've kind of passed all the seven, seven, sevens and 10, 10, tens, but I think it's a numeral sequence. Uh, uh, the one, seven, one, eight or something like that. That was January 7th was a big one. Um, well, let's, let's just talk about more of the, the general ones. Uh, first couple weekends in October, uh, pretty much any weekend in September, yeah. uh, holiday weekends, Memorial day, labor day. Uh, those are generally big wedding weekends, Valentine's day weekend, these are all weddings that are, you know, are, are real, real popular. So, uh, if you're going to be on a, a, if you're choosing a date like that, then now it's time to, you know, really start looking for those vendors. So, right. Like quickly. Yeah. Now, uh, not specific. Yeah. Just those types of, yeah. Specific those ones. type of specific yes. ones where you want to work with an individual person. Right. So once you get those handled and again, that that's a matter of your own priority. Right. So once you get that handled, where do we go from, where do we go from here? Well, I have, because this is a lot and some people start feeling a little bit overwhelmed, but uh -huh. you already said it, consider hiring a wedding planner. And um, after that, I have six to nine months to go. So this can take a little while. And again, you can... Well, let's break these. it down like, like mm -hmm. percentage wise, you know, the, the 10 to 12 months is, is roughly uh, when you have... If, 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 if 12 months, you know, is, is a hundred percent of your time, this is where you're down to, you know, you still have 85 to 90% of your time left. So you can look at it that way and then you can break it down based on weeks, months. You know? So, so once you get into the, once you get into six to nine months, you're at the 50 to 75% of your time left. 
Well, that we still have that you because you're not going to get all of your vendors in at that time. No, but you'll start interviewing them. Right. You'll start, you know, uh, talking deposits and 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 what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that's going to come down to budgeting. Um, some vendors, I, I I do know a few vendors that will not book out longer than. You know, some vendors don't want to book out more than a year in advance. Right. So if you're getting married, if, if your engagement period is two years, uh, I know a you lot of venues. To. I know a lot of venues that will not let you put down a deposit until like one year and right. a day uh, after the date. I don't know why, but, you know, that's probably so they can raise their prices. Yeah. Raise but, their prices the following year. Yeah. I, I, I like to say bird in the hand, you know, get my get my 2018 prices before they go up. Yes, please. Indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. That's so. It's happened several times with a couple of venues that I was like, hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the okay. price, I mean the price, and then it actually was per, uh, the new owners came in and Uh-oh. just changed everything. Uh, new ownership it's can like, always, wow. <laughs> it's, all, it's always a, a gamble there. All right. Let's, so we've got to uh, meet with, you know, interview and book vendors, decide on arrangements with your florist, um, decide on the theme Okay. Um, color scheme. Yeah. Things. Um. And when I say theme, I'm, I mean it could be an actual theme like Roaring Twenties or a garden party or whatever. Oh, we talked is. about themes on our last podcast. Yes. You know. The yes. It can <laughs> summer be an in, summer theme. out. But it could also just be a vibe. But it could be a vibe. It could be just you know a style. Yeah. The kind of style you like. So that's important to do then too. And you pick those things. You pick. You know. Again, you go on like Pinterest or whatever it is that you've been looking at mm-hmm. and this kind of stuff that you want. And I like to tell um, my brides to make themselves a vision board. That's cool. Okay. Um, and they can do Most it. Most people are visual, so the vision and, board's a good one. Yes. And I love having um, paper stuff. I like cutting cutting things cutting out. Things. <laughs> yes. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm back little kid craft, I guess. You're good at writing but, ransom notes, right? You yes. Know, paste I'm all the letters Amazing together. at it. But those are, you know, great things to have. To keep, um, you know, so you can keep your focus on that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And then when you have ideas and things like that, you take that to the vendors that you're working yeah. with and that you're meeting with, especially the florist if, if, or if you do have a, a designer for your wedding, mm-hmm. um, that they see what you're wanting. So, Well, let's, let, let's take a step back because that actually goes into something that we've talked to, at great lengths about at our wedding you event is, mm-hmm. is, is vision in general. Yes. Is is really like like you said? If you're putting a vision board together, you're going to have a real clear, crystal clear idea of what you want your wedding to look like, what you want it to feel like, what you want it to sound like, what right. you want it to smell like. It can be any of these things. But the idea and and uh, one of the tips that we give at Wedding You is to start coming up with words that describe your perfect wedding. Yeah. And and in your case, you're even taking it a step further. Find visuals that that make it, you know, this is what it's going to look like. Or if, if you hear a certain sound, you know, I, I want to hear water running. And I had a bride one time tell me, I'm looking for a venue that I can hear water running, like a lake or a stream or a waterfall or anything like that. And that's 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 cool because that's that's all part of that vision. You want to take these visual items or this vision to every single one of your vendor meetings. Yes. Because you want to talk to them and you want to say, hey, this is what we're going for. Because otherwise, and and I, and I say this, <laughs> wedding you, you're gonna your your wedding is gonna become a cookie cutter wedding if you just yeah. let your you just let your vendors, uh, hey, are you available? How much do you charge? 
okay, great. I'm hiring you for this day. Right. Um, you know, a florist, I, I want flowers. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to go, okay, fine. Here you get a bunch of daisies. Right. Well, my wife would love that because she loves daisies. I but, say, I'd love that. <laughs> you know, if you wanted, if you wanted roses, you're going to be, yeah. you're going to be looking something different. So, um, that, that's important. I would probably put the vision thing a little bit higher yeah. on the list. Yeah. Uh, personally, I'd start it. Well, I should have put it at the very beginning. Well, and, you didn't write this, you know? Yeah. You, but you I should it. have, yeah, should, I should have should, said should have that. Edited it. <laughs> no, I should have said that at the very beginning. Yeah. That, I mean, but that, cause that's where you prioritize. Well, Hey, too. we're, we're here to tear this thing <laughs> apart. We'll, we'll write a new one. All right. <laughs> so where are we at? Yeah. Uh, vision do a board tasting. And, and choose, no, I, I, I actually yeah, you threw that, that in there. <laughs> uh, do a tasting and choose your wedding cake with your cake designer. Yeah. That's always fun. Now, do they recommend, uh, okay, so, so six to nine months out or 50 to 75% of your time left cake. I, I, I would say if cake is in your top 10. Yeah, that's, well, that's true. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's important. Um, but also depends on what, if, like if you are hiring a specific Baker, Baker, that's not a yeah. big company, yeah. you know, then you may want to do Yeah, that. if you already know the cake is slamming, you yeah. know, at, at this particular bakery yeah. uh, or this particular big bakery, you, you, it's pretty easy to just go, I want, you know, cake A, B, or C. But if you're, if yeah. you're looking at I me, mean, my wife and I drove our, our cake maker because she was working out of her house. We drove her crazy because she was putting together flavors that have never been put together <laughs> before. And we're like, oh, we want the chocolate chip uh, with the lemon uh, uh, insert with the buttercream frosting. Well, and then, it was probably so Oh, good. our cake was amazing. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I, I'm not a cake person, but man, that was a good cake. But, yeah. you know, and, and that, but that, that was something. I don't, I don't think we did it that far in advance, definitely. Yeah, I just, but, yeah, this to me yeah, is we, like, we're working with an individual. Something I, I would put a little higher than the cake would be the food tasting at your venue. Yeah. If they allow it. Some venues are some venues oh, wow. do food tastings at a specific time. Mm-hmm. Others will do food tastings um, kind of as an event. Uh, like they'll invite all the yeah. brides over like who are getting married between three and nine months out and they invite them all to come do the tasting at the yeah. same time. I've seen that. Um, but uh, to know more of the what you're gonna be having at your at your venue, obviously, if you're hiring a venue, you've probably maybe tasted their food before, right? Or you like what you smell when you walk in the door. Um, but <laughs> either you can way. also have you can also if you're not saying uh, having it at a venue that's all inclusive, mm-hmm. and you have to go for a caterer somewhere else, you know, yeah, like bring someone in. You can why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, people are going to remember people some... are going to remember the you know the the, the steak or the tri tip or the chicken or whatever probably more than they remember the cake. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. going to remember what they ate at that wedding. Some of them do. Some do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've had some really bad food at weddings. Well, you always remember the bad longer yeah. than you remember the good. <laughs> so, That's true. I always, I, always, I always ask my bride and grooms, I say, I say tell, tell me like, you know, what was great about the, the wedding you went to. And then I say, tell me what was not so great. And it's amazing how much more descriptive they are on the not so great. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know? that's true. So That's true. All right. Okay, so then now we have uh, hire the DJ or entertainment for your ceremony, cocktail hour, and reception. Yeah, I disagree with that. Yeah. But hey, you yeah. know. <laughs> I kind of disagree with that too. Like I, but that's especially with working with you because you book out really well quickly. Uh, and again, and like I said, it's it, it's not just DJs. I'm not going to be self serving. It's bands. Yeah, it's it's no. it's, it's musicians. It's um, uh, you know, photographers, videographers, anybody who who has an artistic 
that's it's, it's a weird word to describe a DJ, but no, uh, especially an photographers art. and videographers, you know, they have a certain eye. You like the look of, of what they put forth. You want to work with that person particularly. So whenever you look at any list, I, I always say th- whenever it comes to those four, you know, coordinators, DJs, videographers, photographers, kind of throw the list out the window because it, it really comes down to what your priorities are. Right. Hire them in that order and get the people that you want to work with. Otherwise, you're going to be working with your second or third choices. And, right. you know, you might not be happy with that. So, um, okay. All right. Okay. So Go the, on. the next one we have is pick out wedding invitations. Okay. So six to nine months, again, 50 to 75%. Now, if you are planning your wedding on speed and you know, you're getting married three months out, invitations are something that, that, that need, to need to go, go right away. Cause right away. what's, what would be the average amount of time that a wedding invitation should go out? Um, I would say between, I would say I, 12 weeks. Okay. That's, okay. So, if, so if at least, send, especially if you said save the date. If you save save the date cards, the invitation is not as important. That's more of a formal thing, right? Um, but yeah, if you if you're telling people, you know, hey, we want you to come to our wedding for sure, uh, invitations. Yeah, so picking out the invitations, uh, maybe. I don't think it's necessary that. Well, you, you know what's funny is invitations. When I was when, when I got married a million years ago. Um, invitations was still more of an art form and it was a very much a, uh, oh, you don't want to go and print your own. You, right. you, you really, I mean, we worked with a wonderful, um, uh, invitation lady who, you know, gave us tips on etiquette and how do we phrase this? And we wanted to do something specific at our wedding. So how do we put that in the invitation? Is right. it going to be adults only, no children, you know, any of that kind of stuff? Is it, is it this, is it that? Um, so that I, I, I don't see a lot of people doing invitations, uh, to that extent. It's usually kind of pick out of a catalog, pick out of a book. Right. There are still those who are making the invitations who are, you know, um, customizing them and doing all that. So that does obviously take a little bit more time and it's not as, sorry to use this word, it's not as gauche anymore to, uh, you know, print your own or, or send out something a little more generic because let's face it, times and money is tight. And if that's an area that you're going to save money on. I don't think people are going to fault you. No. If, if, if that means going for, you know, from, 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 you know, uh, you know, ground beef to, to, to New York strip at your wedding. And that's the extra money you needed to save. Fantastic. You right. Know, let's do it. Yeah. So. I'm not, I like pretty wedding invitations, but yeah. With the, yeah, I like getting them in the mail, but I'm just as happy to get an email. Yeah. That me says, too. Hey, you know, RSVP by <laughs> clicking here. Okay, right, fine. Yes. <laughs> then you don't have to lick the envelope. Yeah. Button. Right. <laughs> All right, so we have. Oh, oh, here's one. Sorry, oh, no, sorry. Yes, this yes. is this is just a, this has nothing to do with, with with timeline, but point of etiquette. What's your what's your feeling on um, on wedding registries going in the invitation? I was always told that is a big no no. Well, <laughs> I know I'm totally off topic here. No, that's okay. I I think that it's a little bit tacky. Uh-huh. Can be a little bit tacky. Um, I think a great thing to do again is have a wedding website or um you know where you can put down that kind of stuff on uh-huh. there 
Future future topic idea. I think I, I think we can do an entire podcast on on etiquette. On well, I think I think that would be really fun. To and do. how that etiquette has changed. Yeah, we'll bring in Miss Manners and we'll do a whole thing. That'd on be fantastic. That. So, okay. All right. I did say I hate like answering stuff like that because I don't want to sound like snooty or something. But <laughs> I was gonna say snooty. Yeah. Well, it's not snooty. I just it's not. It's not birthday. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I heard the word gauche at one time in, in, in reference to an event. Gauche. And I've my wife and I both have owned that word ever since. You know, that's so my word. We love using that word. You use it all the time. Yeah. I don't mind. All right. Let's see. We got the wedding invitation. Start researching marriage license requirements and name change paperwork. Ooh, that's a good one because, mm-hmm. boy, yeah, there's nothing that takes more time than, than government paperwork. That's right. <laughs> so you definitely don't want to... You don't want to. You don't want to procrastinate on mm-hmm. anything dealing with legal, right? You know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That that marriage certificate. That's tough. Now, I, I'm. You can do most of that online these yes. days. But there is still the day that you have to take off work. If you work, you know, Monday through Friday, you have to take off a day or yes. half a day. You both have to go down to yes. the, you know, to the registry office and sign the paperwork in their presence. So that is something. Yeah, you want to. You want to definitely research what is it going to take to do this yes. and how long. It's kind of like getting a passport. You don't want to wait till the last yeah, minute. Don't wait till the last minute because otherwise you're either not going to get it or you're going to be paying a whole yeah, a bunch whole, of money yes, on fees. A whole lot of money. So you're like, dang, I should have just good one. done that earlier. Yeah. All right. Begin your dress fittings. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. As as early as possible because depending on where you get your dress or where you're going to get it altered, I have seen and I have heard horror stories about brides. They're, they're a week before their wedding and their dress isn't ready yet. Right. And that's terrifying. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, it's it's it's, it's hard enough to maintain the weight that you, know, <laughs> right. you have what, like a two pound differential between fitting into my dress and not. Right. Uh, so I, to not even have it and, and have that final alteration done. Not knowing. Yeah. As soon as you buy that dress, if, if they do the alterations on site, you need kind of an, you never get an ironclad guarantee, but you need to know how long are they going to need to alter that. Right. Because almost every wedding dress needs to be altered. And that's the thing. And a lot of places will tell you this is impossible. It's impossible. Like mm-hmm. you can't have this dress because A, B, and C. Yeah. And there's not enough time. I, I, I do know a little tip mm-hmm. is if you find uh, – not not every cleaner has a tailor. Um, but I, uh, the, the, the cleaner that I go to, the owner is, is a tailor, he's an Italian tailor. And one of the tips I used to give my brides and grooms, I used to refer this, uh, this, uh, cleaners because he could do wedding dresses in less than six weeks. He was amazing. You would give him a wedding dress and it's like, yeah, within four to six weeks, boom, he had it altered and everything where I know some bridal shops were quoting six months. Yeah. That's and what I was, I was so, going to say the same thing too, is if you go to some, a smaller place or actual tailor that, you know, yeah. it, it, just make sure better. they, just make sure they, they do wedding dresses. Right. No, yes, definitely. Not just, you know, hemming men's pants. You know? Sure. <laughs> you a- I'll do your wedding dress. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Why is this, why does this seem off? Yeah. This isn't fitting my body. Right. right. But, um, I had a nightmare one that, they got their dress back, supposed to fit them. They had their, their fitting and uh-huh. everything. It wasn't tailored right. Ooh. So they had to send it back. Wasn't ready. They couldn't pick it up until the day before the wedding. <sighs> the dress Unreal. still didn't fit right. Of course. <laughs> so that night, the grandmother and the mother were sitting there trying to fix the dress. Wow. I mean, it was handled. It worked. She looked beautiful, but still. Amazing that, I mean, yeah. 
It, it, and it, she <laughs> was way in advance. Like yeah. the nine month. And, know? and, and it still doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, again, you gotta, you gotta plan, hope for the best plan for the worst. Yes. That's always been my motto. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's amazing that the weddings, uh, get pulled off at all. Cause there's so yeah. many moving parts Yeah, and, and for, 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 for a wedding to go off without a hitch, uh, you know, I was, I, I always say I, I was, I felt incredibly fortunate that I could count the number of things that went wrong at my wedding on one hand and, and have fingers to spare. Uh, did you plan your own wedding? Um, yes, we did. See, um, we, we, we had, uh, the person who worked with the venue was a wedding planner that I had known. Oh. So she helped us out a little bit, but it was, it, honestly, it was, it was really, um, my, my, my wife and my, my wife's mom. Uh, did most of it. Um, I had a lot of connections cause I've been in the industry for so long. Right. But, um, yeah, it was like, we didn't have a, 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 a dedicated wedding planner. They were more with the venue, but right. we did get a lot of, you know, free advice. Right. <laughs> you know? So, and your wife's awesome. Anyway, she is, so. she is, <laughs> she made it happen. So, okay. So we got the wedding dress situated. Yes. So we got that. Uh, consider taking dance lesson with your fiance. Oh, how old is this list? No, <laughs> that's actually something we talked about on our last yes. podcast is, is yeah. If you've got two left feet, consider it. Yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world to learn a box step. That'd be easy. You know, you, you don't have to go all, uh, you know, so you think I can, you can dance at, at your own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> how old is this? I going to say, make sure you polish your spats. Gosh, Oxford's not brogues. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. Give the wedding party a nudge. Make sure they've ordered all necess- necessary attire. Okay, so uh, it, it it may have glazed over this in in some of the planning, but there is obviously going to be for the for the girls uh, taking your bridesmaids out dress shopping. Yes, I mean you don't necessarily it's have to go out, but for the bride to one. pick out a style or a particular dress. Now some. Brides will go with, uh, hey, my my colors are are this, are, are this and yeah. yeah, green, and and these are the three styles to choose from. Others are you're going to wear this horrible taffeta, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> concoction that I've dreamed up and with these matching <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, but bottom line is, yeah, if the, the bridesmaids are usually responsible for their dresses, where the groomsmen sometimes have it a little bit easier because it's a rental situation. Right. Um, uh, for, for the, for the groom, it's just a matter of finding a, a tuxedo store, maybe one that has, you know, a chain. Did we talk about on the last podcast? Cause I know I've mentioned this before about, uh, uh, courtesy fittings. That's something that you can get done at any tuxedo uh, store. If, if you're a groomsman from out of town and let's say they're using a local, uh, tuxedo shop to get their, um, the, the groom and the bridal party are getting all of their tuxedos from this particular local store, but there's three or four guys from out of town. You can go into any chain store. You can go into any private store and just ask for a courtesy fitting. It's something all tuxedo stores do. They'll measure you. They'll write it down on a card. And that's something that you can easily email fax, you know, send over, send a, send a picture of to the tuxedo. So it's a little bit easier for guys. There is that day that you want to go in and make sure it fits, but that comes way later. So always we're still, we're still at least six months out. Yeah, All right. we are. All right. It says, write Thank you cards for shower gifts and any early wedding gifts you have received. Okay. So, uh, if, if you start receiving, well, that's that, that, I mean, usually it's when the wedding invitation goes out is when the wedding gifts might start coming in. But if you do a bridal shower, uh, I mean, thank you notes are, are 
definitely not passe. That's something you always want to do. Six to nine months out. Though, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little ways. If you're getting wedding gifts six to nine months out, you're you're in a good place. Yeah, you're I, amazing. I, you know, and and I didn't even think about that because I thought it was weird. We sent a um a gift. Uh, we were going out of state for a wedding. It's funny. I don't get invited to California weddings. They're all out of state. Uh, it doesn't suck, but everybody wants you to. Yeah, really. Um, but uh, we 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 sent the gift. Uh, you know, a few weeks before the wedding. And we got a thank you card before before the wedding. We thought that was so weird because we're like, you opened it? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> but, but at that point, you're like, this, you know, my friends is really efficient. So they're like, yeah, they opened it, sent out the thank you gift. That's so smart. So I, I, it's probably more for a, a, a shower uh, type situation. Yeah. So, okay. It doesn't mention anything on the especially, planner shower. Especially because it says create your gift registry right there underneath there. There you go. <laughs> well, hey, uh, precognitive uh, gift giving. Here's a good one. Arrange hotel room blocks for out-of-town guests and book your own suite for the wedding night. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if you want yeah. to book that, that that bridal suite, that presidential suite at the at, at the Hyatt or anything else, um, you know, you, you at the Four yeah. Seasons, yeah. you want to make sure you, you get that. You better do that pretty quickly. You get that way in advance. Uh, the, the block of rooms is always a good thing. Something mm-hmm. else that I've found, uh, especially – if you know you've got a lot of out of town guests coming is um a choice in hotels because you know That's something true. something for different budgets right um if you're getting you're married in a metropolitan area um i remember one wedding we did in 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 uh in maryland uh there was a bunch of uh, hotels in the area the hotel they were having the wedding at was great because it was more of a weekday uh they were busier on the weekdays because it was in a was it a business center. Um, so the weekends were actually a lot cheaper. And so it was great because we got, you know, both, you know, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, we right. got, we got for a good price, but the, um, there were some other options as well. I've, I've seen up to three hotels. On, yeah. That's, on, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Cause you never know people, especially they're coming from out of town. They're already spending yeah. a lot of money to get yeah. to you. So. But I, I, I will also tell you, it's, it's funny, you know, a block of, a block of rooms, it's, it's, it, you know, it's, it's stuff that they set aside for a, for a deal, but you can negotiate with, with the hotels as you call them, especially if you're going to book up mo- more than one day. Right. Um, I, I just went through the block of rooms for the wedding I'm going to in Boston, but, uh, because we are going to be staying for, I think six nights cause we're going, you know, we're going to go up for family and right. visit and all that other kind of stuff and eat our way through downtown, you know, <laughs> North end Boston. Um, we definitely knew we wanted to spend a little bit of extra time there. So, uh, it turned out the, the block of rooms, it, it didn't make a difference cause I was booking up, a, you know, almost a week and I got a much better deal, Yeah, you know, just looking online at their website and talking with the, with the girl on the phone. So perfect. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I need to get better glasses. <laughs> get on your bifocals. Yeah, actually. You look like, down. At the... Shop for bridesmaid flower girl dresses and give your attendants clear instructions on how to place their orders. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Now we we talked about the bridesmaids dresses. Yeah, so so there you go. That's all in the six to nine months. Okay, so it's in no particular order. Right. Within that, but again, if you're it, it, again, if you're dealing with three months planning time, this should all be done uh, as early as possible. Uh, let's let's say let let's say you're dealing with a year and a half. You know, you, you're doing this at the nine month mark. Um, if you're dealing with seven months, you know, four months out. So it's you know, yeah, three what, months. Everything that we've pretty said much everything so far has needs to, be done to at once. Needs yeah. to do it <laughs> yeah. right away. Yeah. All right. Arrange and book any necessary transportation. Okay. I don't know depends. if I would put that that high yeah. on the list. Well, it depends. Um, you know. Maybe if it's 
like plane tickets. Yes, yes, doing a destination mm-hmm. wedding or anything like that for sure. Yes. I was thinking more limos. Um yeah. if you're doing uh what what some people do is they is they'll arrange uh shuttle buses. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's obviously going to take a little bit more coordination and you have to find a company that can do that. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean, you usually I, I I didn't realize it was that high up on a generic list. Yeah, I, I probably would have put that closer to you know, one to two months out. So, but let's see what else we got. Let's see. Go over bridal shower bachelorette details in the guest list. Yeah, with the person <laughs> who is hosting your party. I like how it doesn't necessarily say maid of honor, or best man. Yeah, you know, because it could oh, be somebody else. Could be your. Could cousin. be your wedding planner. Yeah, going <laughs> to plan your bachelorette party. Hey. That would be a fun bachelorette party, I'm telling you. You know it. (laughs) All right. Three to five months to go. Okay. So three to five Mm -hmm. months, you're roughly now uh, 20 to to, to 40% until your wedding. I love that you're... I'm going to be corrected on this, I'm sure, but mathematician I am not, but yeah. Me either. All right. Book the rehearsal and rehearsal dinner locations. If you're including entertainment or specialty details like a groom's cake, now's the time to lock in these elements. Okay. Well, let, let's break that down a little bit. Because right. a, a rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. um, traditionally hosted by the groom's family. And, and when I say traditionally, uh, this is like if you're talking, you know, old rules where the, you know, if like the, not rules, but if, you know, the bride's parents are paying for the wedding, then the groom's parents are usually hosting the rehearsal dinner. Right. Uh, as we talked about in our last podcast, now it's like the rehearsal party where it's everybody's right. invited. Everyone's coming. Um, sometimes they host that at their house. Sometimes they host it at a restaurant. So uh, reservations may need to be made or, right. you know, tables and chairs might need to be rented. So right. it's a good, that's a good decision. Um, what was the next thing on that list was, uh, um, it's all together. If you know what you mentioned something, uh, a rehearsal dinner and if you're including entertainment or specialty details, like a groom's cake, groom's now's cake. the time to lock in these elements. That was it. So gro- groom's cake have become more and more popular on yeah. the West coast. I, I know they've, they're, they're really more, was it South? Uh, Southern yes. uh, United States, the groom's cake was like the that, thing. That was the thing. Yeah. I've I've seen them popping up more and more. It's just mostly because I think the brides feel guilty. They want to yeah. give the groom something. Like, here, I'm going to give you something. You know, and as <laughs> and, and as we here at Wedding You strongly believe is that wedding planning is something that is done by both parties. Yes, uh, as I say, the 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 wedding planning team. Uh, you know, because it's it, it's both of it's your both days, both of your days, and that's definitely what's much more trendy right now. Is that yes. it reflects both of them? But I am seeing the you know it's very much the bride's day. So here's a here here's here's a cake in the shape of a, <laughs> a local sports team that they like. Right. Right. And they're yummy. Usually they are (laughs) because they're not, they're not the froofy, you know, fondant filled, you know, wedding cake that might taste like cardboard. They're, you know, oh man, this is just a Duncan Hines. This is really the only cake I like. (laughs) Oh, there's a there's a local cake uh, a vendor out here um, in Santa Clarita where where I live that uh, at bridal shows I, I, I keep running her into her bridal shows and she keeps bringing groom's cakes and man the, just the creativity in some of these things it, it could be great for a groom's cake and be great for a baby shower yeah. I, I've seen like you know Duff beer um, minions uh, you know you name it she's got some wild creative stuff and it's just like those are the type of things you usually see for groom's cakes my friend brandy she has birdie's bake shop she's out in bakersfield uh-huh. that woman is incredible and she is the same like anything you could possibly think of she She'll can either <laughs> make it 
or she's already made it. Nice. You're like, huh. Like, I got a story for that. Yeah. I got a cake for that. Yeah, I have a cake for that. Nice. Yep. All right. Let's see. Put together your rehearsal dinner guest list. Good. That goes Good. in okay. together. Make child care arrangements for your guest for your guests' kids. Seeing that a lot. Unless yeah. you're doing the adults only, you gotta entertain the kids. Yes. Reserve all necessary party rentals and linens. That's three to five months. That's ago. important. I think that yeah. that's a good time. Now, generally a rental house will, will have multiple options. And they, they again, they can usually take on multiple weddings in a day. But that's just something you don't want to be stressing about, right. you know, four weeks before the wedding. So, right. okay. That's all right. You can beat up the desk. There. Thank that's you. Right. <laughs> that hurt you more than the desk. We have order wedding favors for your guests. That's if you're giving wedding favors. If you're giving wedding favors. Mm-hmm. Shop for and reserve men's formal wear. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely uh, lower on the totem uh, pole than, than the dress or the bridesmaid's dresses because, again, it's not as difficult. Unless, and I, I will put this in there, unless uh, the groom is getting a suit made. Oh. Uh, if you need to find a tailor, you need to get something custom done, you want to you want to give yourself plenty of time for that. So yeah. you can definitely have enough time to, you know, you don't want to rush a tailor just like right. you don't want to rush a bridal dress. But right. not as many guys are doing that. Yeah, but I think it's so nice. Oh, I mean, to start off your married life with a custom-made suit, nothing looks better than that. But, you know, that's a pretty penny, too. That can be as much as a bridal gown in some places. Yeah, but, I mean, why can't he have something special? (laughs) You're talking me into getting remarried. (laughs) Honey, I want a suit. Let's get married. Let's get married. (laughs) And see, you can wear yours multiple times. That's true. They only get to wear theirs once. (laughs) All right. Where did I lose? Men's formal, formal wear. wear. Got it. Concentrate on fi- – oh, this is good. Concentrate on finalizing the guest list and get everyone's mailing address. Oh, yes. Well, you're going to be sending out invitations soon. And and finalizing a guest list here, – here, here's a tip that uh, my wife and I came up with for our wedding. I've given this tip out to numerous people and I've been thanked many times for this particular tip is they've told me that um, – or what, what it was was uh, we – only were allowed to have 120 guests at our wedding. We specifically picked a room that had a limited seating capacity because Smart. we didn't want to have the huge 250-person wedding that right. we knew we could have if we just invited everybody that we knew. So, But at the same time, we didn't want to invite 120 people and end up with 85. Right. We had a very detailed Excel spreadsheet. That I am am not even kidding you. We had an A, a B, and a C list. Every time we got an invitation back, they were either coming or if they said no, we immediately sent out an invitation to the Bs. Right. And then once all the Bs were exhausted, we started sending them to the Cs. And we had 120 people at our wedding (laughs) because we made sure that no seat went unfilled. Right. And that's so smart to do. Yeah. Because if you really invited all the people in your life that you know that – think and you know need to come um you would you'd I've have got 800 like two, facebook friends how, how would i get to all to my 500 yeah, yeah. your cousin's cousin, <laughs> <laughs> your mom's friend from the beauty parlor yep who saw you grow up yeah yeah so okay anyway invitation wording confirm oh this is all with the guest list and guest stuff. list invitations invitations yeah oh ceremony readings and vows okay Okay. We start working on those. Yeah. And, and I'd say like, I'd really say you don't have to start that early. Well, would, would would you put this in the same realm as uh, when you hire your officiant? 
Yeah. Because, uh, well, I mean, if, if, if you're not going with a priest from a church or a rabbi or something like that, uh, you're going to hire an officiant. Most, most wedding receptions, at least in Southern California, are done outdoors. Right. And so you're having somebody come in to do the ceremony. Now, this could be uh, an ordained minister. This could be somebody who, um, who does wedding you know, ceremonies professionally. This could be your uncle Harry. It, it could be right. anybody. I, I just did a wedding this weekend uh, that uh, the groom's uncle surprised everyone. I heard, well, they told me only the bride knew, um, but I, I, I hope the groom would have known too, but they get up to the, to, to the, to the microphone or they, they get up to the, uh, um, the front and there was no officiant there. Oh. And so the uncle who had escorted in some parents just goes, okay, fine, I'll do it. And he's just stands up, but they had planned, planned at him all along, but Aww. he surprised everybody by, by doing that. So something like that. Yeah. You're going to be working out with that's your officiant. That's kind of creative. It was really I cool. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. But, um, as far as picking out readings, as far as picking out um, uh, extra ceremonies that you're going to do, like a like a wine blending, right. I just saw whiskey blending. Mm. That was really cool. Um, uh, if you're going to do a rose exchange, if you're going to do a unity candle, a sand ceremony, a wine box, anything like that, right. this is all stuff you're going to go over with your officiant. And if there's going to be readings, who's going to be doing them? But I'm thinking right here they're talking about like writing your vows. Like if you were specifically kind of all goes into to, that thing. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. kind of goes together. Yeah. Most guys will not write their vows till the night before yeah. the wedding. So. Like, I don't know. They stress about it so yep. hard. And then it usually turns out like so beautiful. All you got to say is if there's a zombie invasion, I promise not to shoot you <laughs> if you get turned. That's, if you get it. turned. That's sweet. Or I promise to shoot you depending on the Depending the on the couple. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Menu, beverage, and catering details. Okay. Timeline of reception, formalities. What do you say about this? This is how far out? Three to five months. Okay. That I, and somebody who puts timelines together for a living. That's why I'm asking. Um, I, yeah, that, 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 and, and look, I'm, I'm, I'm no stranger to prior proper planning <laughs> and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, timelines are very important and they should be done as early as possible. However, uh, personally, I like to do them a month before. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I do them a month before, and that's not even a percentage thing is there's a lot that's still to be determined mm-hmm, because you don't, yeah, there's and, a lot. Yeah. You're, you're going to find now, even in this list that there's a lot of stuff that happens between six, you know, three to six months out or five months out and one month that is going to change. Yeah. And so putting a timeline together would just be kind of frustrating because it's just going to be written in sand and it's going to keep getting washed over because right. you're going to keep changing it constantly. So maybe kind of come up with an idea of what you're, what you want to do at your wedding reception. Yeah, that's what I but would But ultimately say. you're going to be talking about that with either your planner, your planner or your entertainer. Right. And, or, and, and also your venue. And at, like you said, they will end up changing. They're going to change. Yeah. 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 So multiple don't, times. Don't get too hung up on that one. Yeah. Do a makeup and hair trial Book your stylists. That I would say is important because mm-hmm. a hair trial or makeup trial, I, it's a lot of people, you know, they end up not with what they want on their wedding day because they right. never did a trial. That could be really difficult though for, for the ladies, especially unless their hair is a specific length and that's what they're going to be at the day of the wedding. Right. Uh, a hair trial, you know, could change if your hairstyle changes. I think, or you... I think it would be smart to maybe book your stylist. Yeah. And let them tell you, mm-hmm. uh, when they like when, to yeah, do, when, how you know, far out, yeah, yeah. How, how far out they do trials. Yeah. yeah. Never underestimate the power of, of, of your, if, if you choose a professional because you feel that they're the best fit for you, 
never underestimate uh, how important their advice is going to be and when right. you should do certain things. So, right. Yeah. Okay. It's Go true. on. Oh, this says shop for and purchase your wedding rings. Three okay. to five months to go. Well, some of them have to be custom made. So yeah. yeah. Or at least sized and fitted. Yeah. That's good because that also comes into budgeting too. Yeah. That was something that my wife and I completely forgot to budget was, oh yeah, I already got the engagement ring. I forgot I need to buy you a wedding ring as like, well. I'm just going to substitute with. Yeah. Onion rings. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. Mm. Yeah. No, actually we completely forgot about that. And you know, this is something we had to pay for on our own and we were very young. So mm. it was like, oh uh, yeah. Okay. So let's get this credit card and do this and do that. And you know, we, we made it happen, but yeah, we were, we were paying those off long after the wedding. Had already gone, so. <laughs> like, oops. Well, I, I have many stories about wedding rings, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> all right. Right. Uh, we have finalized honeymoon plans and obtain all necessary documents. Yeah. Like I said about the passport thing, mm-hmm. if you're going out of country, and a lot of people do, uh, make sure you get that passport. And hey, hey let's necessary face it. Necessary document. <laughs> even, even state to state now is requiring passports, depending on... Um, if you're traveling within certain states, I forget how many states there are right now, the, the driver's license no longer is up to national standards. Um, so in what? order to travel from – yeah, yeah. This this happened this past year. Uh, in order to travel – and I forget the states, but there's six, nine, twelve, something like that states in the union that uh, because the driver's license doesn't meet the national standard for TSA – uh, if you're traveling in between these states, you have to present a passport. Oh my so, goodness! Yeah, I'm yeah. actually in the process of renewing my. So passport. am I. Oh wow! How about that? <laughs> I, do, I had to have my certified name change documents. Ah yes, so. yeah. No, Get to mail all that in. Our, ours expired uh, on the 15th of last month, so I said, "Yep, it's time to." Yeah. Well, I barely made it. Mine expired in 2000. 14. So, so you have so many years before you can just get that done. So yeah. Yeah. May, look into that and figure out where you're going. Yeah. Get all that stuff done and yeah, get it paid off and get it taken care of way before you have to worry about it. So you can enjoy it. So you can enjoy nothing worse than there. stressing about, I didn't get my passport in time for the honeymoon. Yeah. We're not going, we're yeah. not going. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Six to eight weeks to go. Okay. Now we're getting into crunch time. Yes. You're getting close. Yep. Mail out those invitations. I personally think weeks. eight to twelve yeah, weeks. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I think better twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, but this is important to have a like someone that's keeping track of the RSVPs, like you had mentioned. With your, if you're not, you know, a natural born, you know, list person, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, assign somebody who can help you with with uh, tracking those those yeses and those nos because mm-hmm. that's going to be important. You might be sorely disappointed when you find out, you know, how many people are coming or right. are not coming. And also because of the meal choices. Yes. On there. Yes. Yeah. Meal choices. I've seen people do uh, song requests. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff that comes back. Yeah, on those I think invitations. the song requests are fun. It can be fun. It's, it's a it's lot of work. frustrating for you. You know what? I, I'm, I, to me, I'm like, give me all the requests you want. Cause, cause that just makes the wedding more personal. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a weird DJ like that. I like requests. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to start requesting. No, I'm yeah, just sure. <laughs> I'll show up with my iPod. <laughs> well, do you have this song? <laughs> touch base with your vendors to confirm date, deposits, and details. I think you should be touching base with them a lot more than this. <laughs> you know, vendors uh, should not be uh, upset in the slightest if you're touching base with them, you know, once a month. I've had brides call me every week. Um, but, uh, yeah, you should definitely have ironclad contracts with all of your vendors and they should definitely know that there's no excuse to not know your wedding date. Um, this is more, uh, the time when you're going to start meeting 
with your vendors right. is, is that especially in that four to eight weeks before the wedding, you're going to start – you're going to be meeting with your photographer. You're going to be meeting with your band, your DJ. You're going to be meeting with your videographer to really start going over the final details because it, right. it is crunch time at this yeah, point. Yeah, now so. is the – Time and deposits. You should have already paid the deposits. deposits. Are, yeah, deposits are done as soon as you hire them. Sorry, yeah. sorry for the kids who think that you know you're just going to show up with a check the day of the wedding. Yeah, this is where you're getting into final balances. Usually, right. is thirty to sixty days before the wedding. So right. Start Depending paying off the balances. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's weird? I've had more brides and grooms uh, emailing me lately asking to pay off their their balance early. That's awesome. I, it's a great problem to have, but I just notice a trend. It's like, hey, we um, we want to pay you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'll <laughs> yeah. take it. I'll be happy to take your money, but uh, yeah. So yeah, because it's, it's very. The thing I find strange is when I'm given envelopes mm-hmm. and I'm paying people the last of. You're paying their actual balance. Yeah. The night of. Yeah, and it's very strange, or like the day of. That's you it. know, like that's before a, stuff. That's a handshake contract. Those are those are really nerve wracking to me. Yeah. yeah. Now you like, want to have everything paid way in advance. Yeah. I've never, I mean, at least, at least 10 days. Yeah. Anyway, next All we right. have, let's go to three to five weeks to go. We're still in crunch time. Send out rehearsal dinner invitations. If your get together will be informal, feel free to send an evite. No, I, Informal, formal, uh, evites, uh, just an email mass mailing, a text message is, is fine too. So yeah, I like the text (laughs) message. Text messages is okay. It's not that formal of an occasion. It's a rehearsal. Finalize and confirm your wedding vows and readings. Good. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Shot list with your photographer, videographer. Okay. Well, that, that kind of goes into meeting with your photographer, videographer the last time. Mm-hmm. Shot list is a much more generic way of putting it. Um, most of them are going to give you more of a timeline. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we're going to do these shots. But they but within that, they are going to ask for shot lists. So. Song list for ceremony, cocktail hour, and reception with your DJ and or band musicians. Yep. Yep. If, if you're hiring somebody, maybe they're not... Like I am an MC who's going to actually put your timeline together. Maybe you have a coordinator who's putting your timeline together. Maybe you're putting your timeline together. But no matter what, it's it's now you have to start letting your DJ know uh, your song choices. And and this is – I can definitely – I can speak for hours on this particular topic. But I'll mm-hmm. be very brief in saying that your DJ is usually working on multiple weddings. And so I, I, I personally – I will – um, meet with my clients about a month beforehand. Music is one of the many things that we discuss at that meeting. And I give them up until a week before their wedding to get me their song lists. Right. And it doesn't matter how extensive their song list is. I also say, you know, you, you can change anything. You can change any of the songs that we've already picked out or you can do anything you want. I give them something ahead of time that helps them prepare for the meeting that we have, mm-hmm. but I let them know they have up until a week before their wedding because the week of their wedding, I'm putting their song list together. Right. So at that point, I'm getting all their music prepared. I'm preparing all my backups, you know, putting my extra, you know, all the song lists on my extra computer and my iPod and burning a CD and, you know, recording mixtapes and right. whatever else I had to do. Whatever you, know. you have to do. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, it's definitely some production time and you want to make sure yeah. you give everybody ample time. So just picking it out, that's one thing. But then actually finalizing it, that, that comes a little bit later. But yeah, a little off topic, but go you, for it. No, I, I, I like <laughs> to hear all that stuff. All right. So we got the inner that. workings of a DJ's mind. Yes. It's like a machine. 
So many parts. Yep. Timeline for the reception and who's giving the toasts. Oh, that kind of fits the toasts. in with what you're talking. Yeah. The the timeline in general, as I say at wedding, you you know, second most important wedding document you're going to prepare other than yeah. your actual you know wedding certificate. So uh, that's that's a big one. You want to start working on that as soon as possible, especially if you're doing it yourself. And it's not something that you do every week. Um, you know, you really want to put a lot of thought into this. Who is toasting? Right. Last thing you want to do at your wedding is make it open mic night. Way, you know, who else well, would like to speak? Well, if you want a speak? long, boring. If, yeah. If, if, if you're okay with that and you've got a room full of comedians, that, that's fine. Or, you, you know, you're, you're into the boring. Yeah. Um, but uh, as soon as one person gets up to make that impromptu toast, you're going to have five more behind yes. them lining up. And next thing you know, you're, you're not having any dancing at your wedding because no. you have all speeches. Yes. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> this says wedding night and honeymoon accommodations. Okay. Well, I, thought, I think you should. That was. I think we kind of already yeah, went over that. Went over yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Well, you can confirm them. All right. Obtain marriage license and complete name change documents if applicable. And uh, obtaining wedding license is different than than applying for it because, as mm-hmm. we said, there there's the you know you have to get everything ready and right. then you have to actually. Make sure you have it. Right. Yeah. So you can make sure, is everything correct? Is everything spelled right? Is everything good? Because if there's one little thing missing, right. you're done, not done. Yep. Sorry, you're not married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're right. you got to do it all over what? again. <laughs> all right. We have pick up your wedding rings and proofread any engraving. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you definitely proofread you it. You misspelled love. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Did I, ever, did I ever tell you about the engraving on, on, on my wedding ring? No. So we got married in 2001, uh, you know, before the, the, the internet boom, especially memes and anything like that. And, and a theme of our wedding was a song by Firehouse called Love of a Lifetime. Oh. And we love that song. And that, like my wife had heard that song years before. And she said, this is going to be our wedding song. It turned out to be like, like the, the last song of the night. It was the big capper. And that was, as we said, it was, it was the theme of our wedding it was mm-hmm. love of a lifetime. So inscribed on my wedding ring, you can see it right now. It says LLL, which oh. stands for love of a lifetime, or at least it did up until <laughs> it stood for something else in text messaging. Oh, <laughs> so I think it's just ironic that my wedding ring says it LOL. Is. Especially because you guys are such a fun couple. Well, you know, hey, it definitely works for us. Yeah, it does. But, yeah, they they didn't misspell that. (laughs) That is really How many people want to put one ring to rule them on their their wedding rings? What? You'd be surprised. Sorry, I'm showing my geek card again. You'd be surprised. (laughs) Okay, where am I at? If you're the traditional type, do you have something old, new, borrowed in blue? Borrowed in blue, yeah. I think they all should all be that. (laughs) I usually keep a little something just yeah. in case they don't. A little yes. something blue. Yeah, so like a little pin cool. or something. Just even I had to, not had to, but I put it on their bouquet uh-huh. just so they had something blue. Nice. Yeah. Classy. Because I'm, you Because know, you're old fashioned like that. Because I'm old fashioned <laughs> like that. I just, of all the things, I just always think that that's Old fashioned, but only 26. So yes. <laughs> yes. Just 26. I'm a young one. Purchase your guest book, toasting flutes, cake servers, unity candle, whatever, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Three to five weeks to go. I'm not going to argue with that. All right. Have your final dress fitting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Bring your shoes and accessories for the full. 
you know, yes. so you can see everything. Yes, bring your shoes, shoes mm-hmm. to your dress fitting. Same thing for the guys when you try on your tuxedo. Yeah. If you are not renting your shoes, bring your shoes with you because there is the first thing they're going to ask you to do is you're going to try on these pants, put shoes on because they need to see where the hem lies. And for the ladies, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. You might be two inches taller in those heels that you bought and that you've never tried on and your dress is going to look really awkward right. if it looks like you're you know waiting for a flood. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be five inches shoes. taller yeah. depending. Yeah. Hunt down whomever hasn't RSVP'd yet. Oh. (laughs) Hunt them down. Hunt them down. Threaten them. Give them a gentle reminder that you haven't heard from them yet. All right. All right. Let's go to one to two weeks to go. Okay. We are. This is beyond crunch time. There's honestly, there shouldn't be anything yeah. happening one to two weeks before, other than you know. Well, you can finalize. Yeah, finalizing. That's what it's. Yeah. Give your caterer venue the final guest count. Okay. That's usually when they ask for them. And then this is the time to arrange seating and create the seating chart. You know, for some people, that seating chart is the bane of their existence, and they're going to work on that six months in advance. But by now, you have all your RSVPs in, so I guess it makes sense. Finalize your seating chart. You can't sit this person next to this person. Let me ask you you a question. I mean, Mm -hmm. you, you do more of the planning than I do. Is uh, seating charts, are those still... Depends. Are those still are those still happening? Because I'm yeah, seeing more like okay, these three tables are reserved for family. Other than that, find your own seat. Mm, I have seen a lot. Well, there is a lot that way, but it depends on also how formal the wedding is. Okay, um, and it's true. A lot of them will just give you a basic table number, and mm-hmm. you can sit wherever. But oh yeah, I've yet to see like table placements. I, mean, oh. I see those. Yeah, you're right. I do some very formal. Yeah, very, very formal, formal affairs. Very but usually, yeah, you're at table six with all these other people. Yeah, you're but like great. Yeah, usually it's like sit anywhere you like. You know, yeah, pull up a lawn chair. I think the hard part with sit anywhere you like is if you have a group of five people, a family of five that comes, yeah. you know, and then yeah, there's an odd number of mm-hmm. seating and then you got one. Yeah. Especially if you're mm-hmm. like really specific and like, like my wife and I were 120 yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Or you but have we like a table You know, you know what's nine. funny is as, as specific as we were, we didn't do a seating chart. Oh. Yeah. We just did. It was, we had, we had two reserved tables. We had one for my family, one for her family, immediate family. And, um, Everyone else, including the bridal party, just, just free for all, where, sit wherever you want. And then the one of the, you know, four or five things that went wrong at my wedding was my family took up both reserve tables. Oh, <laughs> so, fantastic. Yeah. It was easily solved. We just put another reserve sign down, but yeah. So we had, um, we, not we, but I did a wedding and they were long picnic benches. Uh-huh. I was at a campground. Okay. It was really, really cool. Very popular. They had, um, Tables, like actual just round tables uh-huh. for family members and older people yeah. that work hard to get in there. And everybody else just scooched on down. Bench. And it was really cool because it was um, family like eating, family, family style. style eating. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, yeah. That was pretty Love it. fun. And that was easy enough because it was just like, I need you to scoot down. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> make a hole. Enough. Make yeah. some room. <laughs> All right. Where are we now? Because... Pick up your gown. Okay. Well, if you tried it on, then yeah. yeah. If it fit you, if it fit you should have been you, able then, to take it. Pick it up. Right? Didn't we just discuss that? I think so. Okay. We're pretty close. Confirm arrival times and finalize the wedding timeline with vendors and the wedding party. Make sure your maid of honor has a copy too. Okay. That's if she's helping. If I she's think. helping. I think yeah. it's, it's a great time to have a... <laughs> Your 
day of planner takeover. Yeah, yeah th- this is that that's Even something. If- that that's something really good to talk about with no, no place in here was, was a day of planner talked about because if you hire a wedding planner, that's going to take you from concept to the actual day. That's one of those important four that you're going to hire right at, right after you get your venue. But if you're hiring a day of planner, they can be put in, I would probably say within the like 50% six months out. I was going to say even a good one will meet with you at least at least three months out. Yeah. A concept that uh, I've, I've heard a lot more is people are no longer calling themselves day of planners. They're calling themselves week of or month of planners. It's more of a month of. And it really is because you're going to be meeting once, twice, sometimes, you know, several times with them beforehand. So you want to make sure you have that person hired, even if they're only going to be, you know, really put into work that one day, they're going to be doing work that last month. Right. So I would um, say meet with them at least three times yeah, before. If they'll let you. Some yeah. people are really strict on that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, you're just paying me this much and hiring me for this? You get one meeting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But anyway. Stay on topic. <laughs> <laughs> I know neither one of us work like that. Yeah, <laughs> no. Like, you have my time. I'm, I'm yours. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you need. That's frustrating. Yeah. But we can talk about that next week. That's a good podcast topic. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yes, I'm going to. When I get a pen, put together your own bridal emergency kit. Excellent idea. Super important to have. Excellent idea. Say, what, what would go in your safety pins, band aids? Oh, mine's mine is a yours big probably one. a tote bag. Yeah, no, stuff. I have a I have two actually separate things, but uh-huh. I mean I have snacks even for the bride, yeah. like bars and little waters, yep. um, antihistamines, Advil, aspirin, everything. Yep. Remember the one that she had to thank God that I, I had sure the do. Benadryl. Yep. I was like, here, take this so that your tongue <laughs> won't swell up. Fantastic. Yeah. So, um, chalk. Okay. Um, That's one I wouldn't have seltzer. thought of. Seltzer. Um, yeah. Chalk is very important. Yeah. Um, just cause I'm on the spot. Needle and thread, <laughs> safety pins. Um, I put lipstick, deodorant. I'm all sorts of things in my emergency. That's great. Because you never That's great. know. Yeah, what you never know. It's like it's like a DJ's uh, um, a bag is is all the different cables and whatnot and things that we have to have to oh. patch things in and and you know you save the day. Yeah, many you, times. Yeah, it's like you have to MacGyver something. Yes. So it's it, it's pretty much the same thing. As I, I actually did an entire training one time. I called it "What's in Your Bag." And, and we just, we, we all brought our bags and, yeah. and we all opened up our bags and every single person had something in their bag that no one else had thought of. Yeah. And like, I learned things that day. It's like, Oh, I never thought to bring the install disc for my particular program that I use or, or this or that. So well, it, and you, I, you can do that with wedding planners. What's in your, what's in your emergency kit? Yeah. And I guess I, I probably over bring well, stuff. Well, I would say most planners, kits. Hey, it's for most planners. If you're over prepared, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you'd be surprised what you end up needing. Yeah, you do. It's the one thing you don't have that you're going to need. Yeah. And you know, they have, you can actually purchase a bridal emergency kit already made like oh, a if generic didn't one. didn't come up with that, that'd be, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's money on the table right yeah. there. So, you know, you don't have to worry about like, but I think it's smarter to create your own. Okay. Uh, if your wedding or reception will be held outside, check the weather report. And if things look iffy, contact your venue to make sure a contingency plan is in place. Boy, I hope you've done that more than one to two weeks before. Yeah. I hope <laughs> contingency you did plans. No. Are, are are something you want to have in, in place a long time. Now, they might tell you you need X number of days or a week in order, for example, to tent a venue. Right. But, boy, if you're getting married outdoors, that is just one of the most important things. It's one of the questions I almost always ask is I say, especially when I'm looking at like April, yes. May. 
uh, November uh, outdoor weddings, December out. I've seen January outdoor weddings. And I say, what's your contingency plan for rain? Oh, we don't have one. Mm, huh. You might want to get one. <laughs> you need one. Because uh, you're going to have a lot of unhappy people if it's if it starts raining the day of your wedding. Right. And uh, and that's something that, you know, the, the one to two weeks beforehand is more like, you know, for sure it's going to be raining. So we put that contingency plan into place. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which is what, and speaking of things like that, that's why when people will say, this is our budget and we're sticking to this particular budget, <laughs> I always say, give yourself like a 10% wiggle yes. room because for you things like know. that, yeah. you never know. Heaters. Yeah. I mean, as, yes. as warm as it's been out here in Southern California, I just did a wedding Saturday, Sunday. It was freezing. freezing. They had to bring in heaters at the last second because yeah. it was like, it would have been really uncomfortable without them. Yeah. You know, and it's, never you know, know, May now. Yeah. So. In desperate need of a facial or massage, now's the time to squeeze one in. That would be good, but mm-hmm. let's face it, who's got a few hours to spare one to two weeks before their wedding? It's great if you can plan that. Well, I think another cool thing, I think before one to two weeks, is to start really caring for your skin as a female. Good. Well, I male too. men too, yeah. Yeah, you're stuck in the pictures you're as well. kidding? Is it just popped up this morning? <laughs> Me too, Dave. I'm like, what is, what is going on? Um, that's something that everyone should think about. Yeah. It's really focusing on their skin care. Yeah. And even if you want to start bleaching your teeth or anything. If you're going to start like, like a Zoom treatment or something. Yeah. Or, yeah, whitening teeth. I, I did, um, uh, I, I, yeah, it was like the first... Uh, teeth whitening I've ever done was right before my wedding. Yeah. I made a dentist appointment. You know, it's like, like think I about want that. shiny teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to just, everything about you, when you feel like you, you know, <laughs> look good and you're, you're going to smile prettier yep. when you feel like your teeth are all sparkly do a commercial shiny. For Colgate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I think that, uh, the last thing is to start packing for your honeymoon sure. one to two weeks yep. ago. That's, that, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's a pretty fair list. And again, it was pretty generalized. We we agreed with some of it. We disagreed with a lot of it because and, – and ultimately, you're going to disagree or agree with, with most of it yourselves because your wedding, your plans, it really comes down to that. One of the first things that we can encourage you to do is make that, make that priority list because mm-hmm. ultimately, everything you're going to do for your wedding is going to be based off of that. But – if I can give you any advice, it would be get as much done as before, early. yeah, as early as possible, mm-hmm. and 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 so that last month of your wedding, you're not running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Right. You are, you're focused on the little tiny details because I notice that most brides and grooms they have the most amount of stuff gets done in that six to twelve months period, mm-hmm. and then they have a nice little break mm-hmm. that they're not stressing for. Five months up until the month of their wedding, and that's where all the little things start to start to come together. Right. But they're ready for that because they've given themselves a little bit of a break. Um, I like to keep a binder. Oh yeah, together. Yeah, I just I'm, you know, obviously you keep it on your computer and all that stuff too. Yeah. But as a, a bride or a groom, have that binder with all of your details in Everything. it. Everything. Everything. Pictures, it's, yeah, everything. It's, it's, it's a matter of having something tangible that mm-hmm. you can take with you mm-hmm. and your vision board and then yeah. all that kind of stuff. There was something in that list I noticed did not make an appearance. And this mm-hmm. is something that I, I see falling through the cracks mm-hmm. all the time because it affects me and my timeline directly. Mm-hmm. And that is brides and bridesmaids, maid of honor, parents, mother of the bride, anything like that. You need to find a time to go to your dressmaker or your bridal shop 
and have them teach more than one of you, not the bride, how to bustle the dress. Oh, yeah. Because there is no time killer greater than a group of girls getting together and not one of them knows how to bustle the dress. They are not made to be easy. It is not just like, here's a hook, attach it to this button. No, they are complicated. Even the ones that are color coded, you need a degree from MIT to be able to figure one of these things out. Um, What every bridal shop owner, what every dressmaker has always told me is you want to encourage your maid of honor if she's in town, whichever one of your bridesmaids are in town, relatives, sisters, aunts, mothers, anything like that, bring at least two people with you Mm -hmm. so that they can teach them how. And it's, it's almost like, you know, military, you know, learning how to, how to, you know, take apart and put back, put a gun back together in the dark. You should be able to do this blindfolded with, you know, a screaming child in the background. Right. It's, you got to learn how to bustle that dress. Cause I can't tell you, I just did a wedding a couple weeks ago. You we, had to wait, we you? waited about 30 minutes. Yeah. It's like, we were already on a tight t- t- timeline and about 30 minutes went by. They were just trying to bustle the dress because not one of them knew how to do it. Yeah. And finally, you know what they ended up doing? Safety pinning it. Yeah. They couldn't figure it out. They had the safety pin or dress. And, yeah, and it won't, that's a shame. You just figure it out. It won't yeah. take that long. All right. I'm going to get off my soapbox right now. All right. So what else do we have? Anything left on, on well, there? Oh, we were talking a lot. Really quickly, day before, make sure all wedding day items are packed and laid out and ready to go. Don't forget anything, your marriage yep. license, rings, marriage all of that. License. It's really important <laughs> to have that all packed and ready yep. to go. Um, assign someone, like assign, if you don't have a wedding planner or mm-hmm. someone, you need to hire or that you haven't hired someone to do it. You need to have um, given someone the job of making sure all the gifts are taken yes. uh, from the venue and put, put placed where they need to go, whether it's the car, if you're staying at the same hotel that yep. your thing is. It's usually going to be like someone from the venue might be in charge of that. If you have a room captain, uh, they, they might handle that. Uh, but a lot of times it is, it is a family member. Um, some other things to think about, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're leaving on your honeymoon right away, um, someone needs to be appointed to take all the tuxedos back yeah, to the rental company. That's on here. That's on there. Yep. Return right on. all types of rentals. Yep. yep. And and then and then of course another thing that that gets oh this this is this is a pet peeve of mine. If you're getting married in a in a venue that requires cleanup afterwards, in other mm-hmm. words, they don't have a cleanup crew. You are responsible for cleaning it up. Make sure you assign a cleanup crew. Yes, because and make not, sure your cleanup crew is not drinking oh, at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not not getting out of control. Because there is nothing that breaks my heart more when I'm breaking down speakers and cables at the end of the night, and I'm rolling my dolly out, and I see a bride with I a know. trash bag. I know. You know, throwing out cups and plates. That just, that breaks my heart. That's why I just don't leave. Yeah. I'm the first to arrive, and usually the last. Oh, to for leave. sure. Good wedding planners it's are always, just... as I say, there, there's a difference between a, a planner and and just a venue coordinator because planners are the ones putting your gifts in your car at the end of the night. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) For sure. All right. Awesome. Well, that, that is some good stuff. That is valuable information that you can take with you. I think we're going to be rewriting our, 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 our timeline and making it much more appropriate, making it much more, you know, 2018 and, uh, (laughs) and, and definitely what we would like to see done. If you have any suggestions, uh, you can always leave a comment on our webpage, which is, uh, right now this podcast is being hosted on my personal website, Dave Mancini, mcdj.com. Dot com. Uh, you, of course, can get a hold of me at Dave Mancini, MCDJ, anywhere. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Those are my ways to get in touch with me. How do we get in touch with you, Amaris? Um, on my website, Interlaced Events, and you can 
email me at info at interlaced events or you can give me a call and my phone number is all over interlaced yep. events. If you go on interlaced events, you're going to mm-hmm. find your phone number. We are not tough people to get a hold of, so definitely reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Feedback on this or questions you might have about, hey, you didn't talk about this. What would you recommend? Believe me, we are nothing if not opinionated, yeah. and we love to give out those opinions. Yeah. So uh, with that, I'm Dave Mancini. And I'm Amaris Claire. May your wedding be as beautiful as you are. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Bye.